Hey, howdy, hey, welcome back to Everything FFA. My name is Steely Stagall, and I'm from the Poolville FFA chapter, the Oil Belt District, the Hardcore Ready for More Area 4 Association, and the Texas FFA. Today, I have with me someone that is close to where I am heading out in West Texas. Her name is Alyssa Starnes, and I am so excited to finally be able to interview her. We have been trying to go back and forth and stock show season and judging just got a little crazy. So I'm so excited to be able to interview today. Hi, Alyssa. How are you? Hey, Staley. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I am just good. So we're going to hop right into it. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, y'all. So I'm Alyssa Starnes, for those who don't know me. I'm super thankful that Steely let me join today. I'm from a small town of Scurry, Texas. It's about less than a thousand people-ish, maybe a little less, maybe eight, nine hundred. Um, there's really nothing to do besides there, besides run cattle, do hay farm, of course. You've got to drive 15 to 40 minutes to actually get into town, like to have to do a, to be able to do something. So I will actually be attending Texas Tech starting in August, which I will be majoring in ag business with a banking IT minor and then a ranch management certificate all in one. Um, I'm super excited to be able to attend Tech. It has been my dream school for so long. My dad actually attended tech, and so to be able to, like, keep the tradition alive means so much, um, and hopefully my sister follows in the same footsteps. It's such a great idea to go up to tech to be in the panhandle where there's really nothing but ag, and I plan on staying around the Lubbock Canyon Amarillo area also once I graduate from tech, and I'm going to become an ag loan officer. That's really cool. So I'm kind of the same way. Like I love the idea of going to the panhandle and just like the agriculture up there. It's so different from where I'm at. I'm more like central Texas. So it's a lot different than what you would get up in the panhandle. And so my brother actually is at A&M right now and he's getting an ag business degree and I'm going into ag ed. So it's kind of like once we got into FFA, that's kind of like where we led. So I hear like the stories of like kids that just grow up in FFA or just like agriculture in general. Um, so what has your FFA life look like? My FFA life has been full of great accomplishments. Um, all four years, I've been able to attend the big Houston. I've actually been to Denver, um, San Angelo, San Antonio County, of course. But I grew up showing hogs, heifers, and steers. But my main focus has always been on hogs. Hogs have been the greatest Thing. They have taught me so much about myself, not only just hogs, but steers and cows in general, but honestly, animals in general. I participate in livestock judging, farm and ag, business management, and creed speaking um, all four years of my high school career. But to be able to say that I've done those has absolutely put me like, it has made me feel so great about myself because those, those event and me being able to show and stuff has made me a complete better person and for me to be able to go through the livestock and the ag industry world. Yeah, I love that. I totally agree that like once you start like showing and getting that experience, like it's life changing. Um, there's so many valuable lessons and I talk about it all the time. There's so many valuable lessons in showing, whether it's just spending time with that animal or if it's just working hard with that animal. And so I see that a lot and like I just like, I love that we are able to be a part of it. So I grew up a little bit different than you. So my dad didn't want 
us to be in the ag industry, as weird as that sounds. He grew up on a dairy, so he was like, I don't want my kids to have to do that. Not necessarily have to, but he knew that he was ready to leave the dairy when he went to college. So he went and got a kinesiology degree and is now a coach. So he was kind of like, if my kids get into it, it's like whatever, but we actually ended up getting into it. So my brother, he's two years older than me, I think something like that somewhere in there and he got into ag classes and i kind of followed in his footsteps and i mean we have 40 head we're running like cow calf operation nothing big kind of just keeping the heifers selling the bulls opposite of what most people do but uh it works for us so we don't have like just like a big footprint in the agricultural like cattle industry specifically speaking but i always think it's interesting to hear about kids that grew up ranching and then have me over here who I'm like, yeah, I kind of got into it later on in my junior high years. I just love hearing like the differences. And then of course, now you're in hogs. So I think that's awesome. I never got into showing pigs. I had tried a goat when I was younger and it, I just decided that it was totally not for me. So I found dairy cattle and it's an odd species to show. I know that and I'm well aware of that. And so I know and I'm aware that like dairy isn't like the biggest thing, but it's kind of like I found my niche in FFA and showing animals. So I think it's really cool that you're able to figure out that you like showing hogs that much. I love it. Like just showing hogs. I, I've actually had a few people tell me, hey, listen, let, come on, let's put you on the dairy cow side of it. And I'm like, oh no, I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love cattle, period, because when I grow up, I want to have my own ranch operation and stuff like that. But dairy cattle, I'm out. You can count me out on that. <laughs> yeah, so I've heard so many like different like it's if you grow up in the dairy dairy industry, it's kind of like you're in it for life and you have that knowledge of things yeah. that are like going on in the industry that are just completely different from beef cattle like um, my ag teacher was like steely i would love to try to help you with a dairy heifer but if i feed that thing it is going to be fat and i was like it's okay i've got it. i have people who help me and it's kind of like like i said like i found my niche and that's just kind of like it's just a neat thing that people that we are all able to find our own thing and find like what we like to show through ffa so we're kind of moving away from that question. Uh, when Alyssa and I were talking about what we wanted to like kind of talk about, we wanted to talk about like her growing up in the industry and versus me not really growing up in the industry and kind of getting it towards the like back half of my education. So we're just going to talk about her experiences showing and growing up ranching. So just kind of like those things. So Alyssa, how has growing up affected your life now? Um, growing up has affected my life tremendously. So like I said, my dad, um, I grew up with my dad rodeoed all the way until he got out of college and then he started a family, but he actually rodeoed for the University of Texas Tech up in Lubbock, um, which he no longer does because I mean, after he quit, I mean, he wanted to start a family. He was going to go get his pro card and then he was like, you know what, I think I'm going to start my family. And so he did that, and then here I am. <laughs> but my grandparents also own a huge ranch. Um, it's up in Graham, Texas. If anybody knows where that's at, it's up there by Jacksboro, in between Jacksboro and Wichita Falls, kind of. And so, like, very uh, very early on in my life, I was able to see, like, the show world, the radio world, like, what all, like, it had been pieced together and how it was. 
but most important, importantly, the ag world, um, working cattle, fixing fence, bailing hay during the summer, just that kind of stuff, being out with rangers and farmers and like just being around like the people that you know, like they want you to succeed. Like they're going to help you any way they can to make sure you succeed in that ag world. Um, and, and I'm also here for that too. I'm going to help anybody and everybody that needs me. Um, I just saw from the way everyone connected, like the ag world and just everyone think of everything about it, that most people in ag are just the sweetest, most genuine people that, that you will ever meet um, and will help you in any way that you need help. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So I love the tradition in agriculture, like um, whether it's um, you're starting out like you individually are starting out in agriculture, maybe your first generation, or if it's been back for years, there's so much tradition in there. And I always talk about how much faith it takes to be a farmer. And I feel like that's kind of like one of the values that agriculture oh, yes. sits on. That's just like one of those values that agriculture sits on. And I just like, I love how you talk about how your grandpa and your dad, like there's so much tradition there that you're hoping to keep going. And like, I, I love the way I grew up. I absolutely love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but I do wish that my dad kind of would have stayed in the agricultural industry just because I feel like there's like bits and pieces that I'm like, oh, I wish I would have learned that sooner. Um, one of my very first experiences I can remember is when my dad inherited land out in Boonesville and um, I was young, gosh, I was like seven or eight, I guess. And we weren't really running any cows yet, but like my dad was selling hay because we had a hay field now so he had somebody cut and bale our hay and stuff like that and i can remember one summer that he got it done in all square bales and i kid you not it was like one of the worst things and i was driving the truck so i'm like eight years old and i was driving the truck and i was sitting there and, and we just we got up at four in the morning so that it'd be cool for them to load square bells. And it was, of course it was just my dad's truck. And we sometimes had a trailer because, you know, we just didn't have those resources yet. So that's one of the, like my first experiences I can remember. And I remember it being so awful, but I can kind of remember that being like my foundation in agriculture and like one of my first things that I, but of course, as like an eight year old, I was like, I didn't know anything about it. And like fast forward when we actually got into animals and stuff. But I just think it's so funny because like you talk about growing up on a ranch and so different from me not growing up on a ranch, but I think it's so cool that that is like an experience that you were able to have. And like your dad's like rodeoing. I absolutely love rodeo. I love watching rodeos. I love keeping up with it. Um, it's just like, something that I'm so intrigued by and like I didn't start getting into it until a couple years ago so it's something that I'm so intrigued by and it's something that I love watching so it's neat that you got to have those firsthand experiences just like within your family that tradition is the baseline of it all oh yeah and for sure and like when I grew up and stuff like while I was growing up dad was always like well are you gonna rodeo or are you gonna show livestock for a living I was like like before I even and I was like my very first time ever touching a horse I mean like I was brand new like a baby a baby and I was like later down the road when dad asked me that question I was like oh I don't know I was like because I'm here you know what I mean dad I mean you rodeoed on this side of the family and then my 
grandparents on this side of the family have grown up with the livestock showing raising cows industry. And so I picked up my very first show stick. I was probably three or four years old. And I remember doing peewee showmanship, stuff like that. And I was like, oh my God, like I absolutely love this. I was like, I think I'm going to stick to this side of, I want to show livestock. I was like, I don't know what I want to show. I was like, but I want to show livestock. And so it kind of started, oh, we're going to start small and then we're going to go to bigger animals. And they were like, pigs are one of the easiest animals to start out showing. So of course I started out with pigs. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is, I know I want to do this. And I was like, I'm going to show pigs. I'm going to show steers and I'm going to show heifers one day. And I was like, and that's how it's going to be. And that was like, it's whatever you want. If you're going to put in the time, if you're going to put in the effort, we're going to make it happen. And so that's where it kind of like picked up. And that's where I started at. So I've shown hogs for, I mean, since I was three, four years old. And, and now that it's over, I'm like, man, I missed that. Yeah, I definitely feel that. So I started showing dairy cattle when I was in eighth grade. Like it was my, I always tell my parents, like my first big kid purchase was I bought a dairy heifer when I was in eighth grade and like I paid for her all the way. I had calf scramble certificate and I was so excited and like proud of my project, you know? And so I honestly have no idea where I was going with that, <laughs> but um, I get off on these rabbit trails anyways. Yeah. But I showed, like, I was able to show her, and now that it's coming to an end, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I've put in so much work, and it's, like, coming to an end. But at the same time, I love it because I'm able to pass down, like, my, like, with dairy, it's a little different because they can calve out as many times, and you can show them until you decide to retire them. So I'm able to pass down to my little brother, and we're trying to get dairy in our community started. So um, hopefully I'm able to, like, lease out or possibly sell some to kids that are local. But my county show is in June, so it's a little odd. But everybody else is finishing up their major season. And that's, de I, that's definitely odd. Yeah, it's super odd. It's super hot. But um, I'm thankful that it is now because everybody else is like kind of finishing. And then I get to finish later on. So that's kind of just something neat. Um, even though it's not ideal, it's just something unique just about like just our county and stuff like that. So what advice do you have for members that have not grown up in the ag industry to get involved within the community? My biggest piece of advice is to get involved. Um, being involved helps you out a lot. It's going to help you in the long run. Um, my, also, also, I have some more advice. Meet new people. Um, it's always good to get to know new people. You never know who they are. They could be an idol to you. They could help you out. Um, and kids are always watching you. So be the best person you can be because just because you aren't paying attention and watching doesn't mean other little girls and boys aren't watching you. Um, for instance, so my county show is Saturday will actually be three weeks ago. My county show was, um, and I was at county and we had moved in on Tuesday afternoon and I had a full busy schedule. Like we moved in Tuesday, Wednesday morning was the start of county. And somehow Wednesday, I, no, late Tuesday night, I got talked into showing chickens Wednesday morning at eight o'clock. I was like, oh, this is not going to happen. Like me being, I was like, I absolutely hate chickens. They're going to poop on me. Like, there's no way. 
And so anyways, Wednesday I showed chickens um, and then Wednesday afternoon was the heifer show. And so I showed my heifers Did we did really, really well. And then Thursday morning, we kind of relaxed. And then Thursday afternoon, starting at four o'clock was the pig show. Well, I'm one of those people that I get really anxious. My anxiety gets really bad before I show home hogs um steers and cows or heifers not so much but right before I will show a hog it goes like through the roof um just because I know that's just my thing um but it's usually about 30 minutes but um I'm always one of those I'm always asking myself is there anything else I need to do like what are those other pigs like dad am I gonna win and so my best pig out of my entire career has been my dark OPB pig he was my spot pig this year um, he was the best pig. Um, he did everything you asked for him. And of course, being him, being a dark OPB pig, a spot, he had downward ears. So it took a little longer to break him because he can't see and he was very, very stubborn. But he's just like a big old teddy bear. But um, I go, I went into that holding right before I went into that holding pen for the last time of, I mean, of my career. And of course, it's all said and done. Um. I've never had these people. I've never seen them. I've never met them. I've never shaken their hands. I've never anything um, come up to me and say, hey, you got this. You're going to win. Well, of course, I say thank you and enter that show ring and end up winning my class, getting reserved um, breed champion on that pig. And then I go to show my spot pig and I have the same thing running through my mind. What am I thinking? What am I doing? You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Think, okay, this is my time to shine. This is my best pick. I'm going to win this. Well, I ended up winning first in my class, getting grand champion breed after all of the dark OPBs have shown. And I got pin topped in the top three entirely. And my nose, nerves were shaking like super bad. But I bent over in that holding pin and I looked down at Spot and I said, Spot boy, we can do this. And so, like, I bent over and whispered his ear, like, hey, we got this. We're going to give it our all. This is our last time together. I mean, of course, before you're going to be bacon. You know what I mean? And just me thinking, oh, my gosh, like, this is my best pick. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I'm going to go give it my all. Um, Well, after I walked out of that show ring for the last time I went to put him up and of course like I was still sweating bullets I was like I just won like what the heck you know what I mean because it was my last one I was crying and so I'm sweating and I'm like I've got to go get something to drink I'm like somebody take my pig and just let me go to the concession stand and it's 9 30 before I'm showing my spot and I'm like it's late I'm hungry I was like I'm getting hangry I was like I'm dying of thirst and so I went to go put him up because nobody, everybody else was super busy. And um, I had people hug me, shake my hand and pat me on the back that either, that I've either known my whole, whole life, never seen, or had never known them before this week at County. Um, and so it was, it was super crazy. And so after that, I was like, of course, like, thank you. Like, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate that. And so, so after the show was over Thursday night, of course, we get everything done. We go back home. And then Friday morning is this Friday morning is one of those. You've still got to be up there at five thirty six o'clock in the morning. And then the steer show is Friday afternoon. Well, the steer show didn't start till six. So we had time like all of Friday to get ready. 
And Friday morning, I'm feeding, I'm watering, and I go to sit down on the bleachers just to chill out, just to get signal, because we're in a barn that has absolutely no signal. And I went to sit down on the bleachers, and I had a young girl, like, she was either a freshman or sophomore in high school. I don't remember exactly what she told me, but she came up and sat beside me, and she was like, I wanted to let you know, you did absolutely great. She said, I never looked over. She said, I looked over at my mom and said, man, I want to be able to show like that girl one day. That's a dream. That's a heck of a showman right there. And then she was like, she had the, and then she had the pleasure of asking me, do you mind helping me with the picks next year? And I honestly wanted to cry. That made my night, my week, and probably all of 22, 2022, one of my greatest accomplishments. So I will be retired after the show year. Yes, but I will be coming back home from Texas Tech, from Lubbock to help young girls and guys achieve something they've always wanted to achieve pigs and cow wives in the show ring and it's my I mean it's my honor to be able to do so like I feel so happy that they came to me and they looked at me and they said I want to be that girl one day yeah I absolutely love everything about that story and want to say congratulations because I know that's like a big deal and a big accomplishment yes uh, thank you um I ended up bringing in I had six pigs four heifers and two steers I ended up bringing home six buckles and 12 banners wow that's awesome and I love that you're like able to go out big for your senior year but I totally agree with you uh shake hands I've always been told that shake hands make sure you shake hands and tell everybody thank you because not only because yes we are looking for down the road of connections but also because it's just a part of being like a good human essentially you know just shake hands tell people thank you even if it might be like a little bit out of your comfort zone, I feel like that's kind of what our organization revolves around is getting out of that comfort zone, getting out of that box. And like you, I never thought anybody was watching me show as this, I was a senior this year and we were at Fort Worth and we were showing and we had brought on some like younger kids to our show, like our show crew. That's what we call them because we have like just some families that show with us and it's a lot of fun. And we had some younger kids and like I always made it a point. I love little kids. So I went up there and I was like just, you know, playing with them, drawing with them and stuff like that. And then whenever I went to the show ring, their parents were so supportive of me. And then they were like, hey, Steely, do you think you can come, like, maybe help, help, I can't remember exactly. No, they were like, can you come help us, like, for our county show, like you, like you're, like you're saying, come back. And they were like, yeah, of course. I was like, yeah, of course I can come help you. Like, and it's, it's like such a rewarding feeling because you're putting all this work into your animal in hopes that your animal is going to place high. But there's so many other like blessings in disguise that come from the show ring and come from meeting those people. That's just like, just such a neat experience that is hard to explain for people on the outside. But when you see it from the inside, it's like one big family. And honestly, sometimes it can be overwhelming and people coming up to you can be overwhelming. But I've always been taught, look them in the eye, say thank you, because you never know. They may become your best friend. They may become your future boss. And not just because of that, just to be oh, there. Yeah, always, somebody's, somebody's always watching you. Yeah, and I feel like us as upperclassmen and about to go out into just a real world, um, so to speak, and going into college and us with our ag majors, um, it's really important to understand that little kids are always watching 
And I never understood this until like I took a step back to watch it. Um, I really learned this with my little brother. It's like monkey see, monkey do. And I totally agree with that because there are kids always watching, no matter what species you are showing. It's just, there's somebody always watching and it might be a little kid, it might be an adult. Um, I've had adults come up to me before and just like ask questions like, hey, why do you do this? Because I am, I do show dairy cattle. So it's a little different from what people are expecting, but people are always watching. So how has growing up on a ranch impacted your life and guided you to where you are today? Definitely. Um, I mean, watching, like I said earlier, watching my grandparents, raise those cows and um, watching them put in the hard work like that inspired me I was like I want to be them one day I was like I want to be able to say hey I own my own ranch hey the, like I made a living for this I have worked my butt off for this and to be able to look back on them is like a pleasure like I'm gonna look back on them when somebody asks me and they're gonna be like hey like where'd you I'm like my grandparents my grandparents and my parents like I cannot thank them and stress about that enough like to have the privilege to look back and say that's where I started that's where I learned that from and that's what I grew up doing when not a lot of people get that opportunity or not a lot of people will get up and work their butts off like we do every single day I mean those four or five a.m mornings to get up to get ready for a show and then not go to bed until one, two o'clock in the morning and running on absolutely zero sleep or an hour sleep is demanding. It's very hard. It's very stressful and it's very time consuming, but I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And so like Houston, we said it, we sat in line. I mean, you sat in line all night, no sleep, no anything, because you've got to constantly be watching. Yeah, I, I love how it all comes back to family ties. And I know that I told you this earlier, but it's such a tradition. And like, it truly is. Look at how hard you work with your family. And it's something that can bring your family together and just, just a good experience to have overall. It's like, it teaches you morals and values that you wouldn't necessarily just learn in general. I know everybody has something that teaches them, whether it's sports, whether it's CDEs, LDEs, or showing, or maybe having a job, but this is just one of those ways that we learn simple life skills that are um, just great to know in the long run, and it just, like, I love that it, I know I'm going to say this again, I love that it ties back to family, and like just so much tradition is there and that I feel like that's a life skill in of its own that you want to keep your family's ranch going that you want to have your own ranch and I also think it's really cool um I'm gonna go off on a little kind of side road here real quick um but we were talking about it me and my ag teacher were and um we were like do you know how cool it is that we have like the opportunity to run ranches ourselves now. And like, I'm not like a big, um, like, oh, woman in agriculture, woman in agriculture, like overwhelming. But I think it's so cool that we have the opportunity to do that now and that we can advocate as women in agriculture. And I feel like that's another thing that just kind of stands out. And so like I was talking to my male ag teacher the other day and he was like, Steely, why do you wear like support women in agriculture? And I was telling him, I was like, you know, I, I support everybody in agriculture, no matter what, but me be not growing up in the agriculture industry industry, 
and seeing those things that like have happened in the past. And like, I have my grandma, uh, I love my grandma. She grew up on a dairy and she is truly like the reason why I will forever wear support women in agriculture. But um, she has stories of her being in the milking barn and having Coke cans in her hair wrapped up and going and putting a full face of makeup before she milks cows because she always said, you never know when somebody's gonna walk into the dairy barn. But um, just walk, like taking her curlers out, going to work. And I just love the idea of that. And that's why I'm like support women in ag. And so it's cool that you wanna keep that family tradition alive by having a ranch no matter what, and you're going to get your degree. And it's just a really exciting thing. And I just think it's a really neat experience and opportunity that we have. And just to kind of leave an impact. Yes, I totally agree. And um, so I did leave this off track. Um, I was kind of waiting till the end, but I will be why I am studying at Texas Tech for an ag business degree to become an ag loan officer. I will be getting my judging license to judge any pig or heifer show in the state of Texas, Houston County, just little jackpots. So I will be doing that. I mean, it is, it's a, it's a pleasure. Let's say that because I was very hesitant on it. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm just going to go to college full-time at tech. I was like, my life is being turned around. And I was like, but at the end of the day, I look back on this and I'm like, man, I wish I could have had longer. So I will be putting that into place um, along with, I mean, all my other degrees that I will be getting. Um, so it's been, it's been crazy. I think it's awesome that you just use every opportunity that you can with uh, working with ag loans and then judging is going to be such an experience in of itself. And of course, like eventually I hope that you're like get big and that'd be fun. But I just think that it's oh, like, girl, me too. <laughs> yes, I, I'm rooting for it. I, I want you to go big. I know you're going to go big. So I just. I just love everything about it. Um, using every avenue that you have in the ag industry, especially since you have those ties back towards it. So kind of in closing, what advice yes, would you- might... Yeah. I was gonna say, and also like, I haven't even started at Tech yet, but just people from the livestock industry that you know I've known for months, years, weeks, it doesn't matter. I've met so many new people through this livestock industry. And like I said, I haven't even started at Tech yet. And I know some of the greatest people that are um, at Tech right now that are doing livestock judging. Um, they're Mr. President of Kazanar, Mr. President of Davis College. Um, and some of those people have reached out to me and we've talked and they're like, when you get to Tech, let me know and I will help you in any way possible. So to be able to have those people that are freshmen and sophomores up there say, hey, when you come in, I'm going to help you. That means that's a tremendous, I mean, it helps me so much to be able to have those people say, hey, I want you to succeed and I'm here for you no matter what. And I'm going to be by your side and not to name some of those people off, but I those men have helped me tremendously and they're going to they're they're going to tell you hey I want her to succeed I totally agree with that and it's all goes back to just having those ties so kind of in closing what advice would you give to people who are not in the agricultural industry and that would like to explore some options um 
I would definitely say um, go look for someone that has experienced that before, that they know what they're doing, which you're not going to meet anybody in the ag world of showing or judging or whatever that does not know what they're doing. They're all going to know what they're doing in some little piece, whether they judge, whether they show, whether they're just there to support they're all gonna know something so go find one of them sit down and talk with them and say hey this is what I'm gonna do this is what I want to do this is what my accomplish accomplishments are and goals in the future how can I help how how can I succeed I'm coming to you of hey how can I exceed what do I need to do and I promise you they're gonna tell you exactly how it is and what you need to do. They're not going to say, oh, no, I can't help you. They're, they will sit there and they will take the time to, to help you succeed because they want everybody in this world to be successful. I promise y'all. Yeah, the people before us have definitely paved a way. And even though we are advancing in so many like different technology and just different things like that, they still understand the industry and they know the ins and outs. So uh, trust the people before us and I promise they aren't as scary as it may seem. Go up and shake their hand. You never know what opportunity or what door could be open to you. Um, Alyssa, I have enjoyed talking to you so much and kind of getting to hear about the livestock side and like just your experiences and showing. Well, Alyssa, I just want to thank you for being on so much uh, today and just kind of getting the perspective of the livestock side. It's been really neat to like talk to you about it and just get like a different perspective. Yes, ma'am. Um, I really enjoyed it. So thank you so much, Celie. Um, I absolutely, I love it. I, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And now that it's, I mean, it's gone. I mean, our, our careers are over. Um, but like I said, I will be coming back to the show barn, to the show ring to help little ones out. So that's where that's where I'm stuck at. And like I said, uh, I will be getting my judging. So, I mean, but if y'all ever see me around, whether it be Houston, San Antonio, Denver, um, and I'm always at big rodeos also because um, I am a big girl, um, big time farming and ranching. And I love the rodeo in the livestock world so if y'all ever see me don't be afraid to reach out say hey ask any questions I'm, I'm always down I mean to hang out and if you need help with anything don't be afraid to contact me also you can yes. contact me through I mean my Instagram is Alyssa Nicole with two e's and then underscore 26 don't be hesitant to reach out to get with me um, and Steely also has my information too so if any of y'all ever need anything contact one of us. Yes, for sure. I totally agree with that. Alyssa and I have our own Instagrams and those will actually be in the description. And then also if y'all ever need anything or any contact information, uh, we have a everything FFA Instagram and I think it's every dot thing FFA. So if y'all ever need us, contact us. Don't be afraid to reach out. And with that being said, we will see y'all next week.